0: club a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the host of the what do you say anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that hopefully lead to a great discussion on today's episode the king tuts of the what do you say anime podcast will be reviewing the 2021 Donghua link click let's meet today's time traveling possessed vessels first up if you look closely in episode six you can see him in the picture disgruntled by the long line for his milk tea we have jay jay how's it going
1: we used to dream about this back in Chicago, Link Click winning Anime Watch Club. It's been a long road, a hard one. I'd like to thank Pete, who's been a day one on this journey. And, you know, we, like, Rifle as well. He fought right alongside in the trenches with us voting every week for Link Click, trying to get it out of there. And, you know what? We finally got
0: there. So, here's to us. Yo, cheers. yo, cheers. Ah, delicious. Next up, our first moderator tonight. He was originally recruited by Zoushi, but his lack of game caused him to talk to Lu Guang. Instead, we have Miles. Miles, how's it going? I don't
2: really know what you were getting at there, but it's probably true. Basketball. I'll I'll just take it. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I'm one of those uh, hustle guys who's, um, you know, an okay outside shot if no one's uh, guarding me
0: means i'm white we, we got it we got it, jack harlow uh and pat
3: Yeah. uh right <laughs> yeah let's talk about uh our uh, our favorite show unite bang uh as we like to call it around here uh aired in 2021 licensed by funimation and done by land studio who seems to have done a bunch of different chinese anime or god i don't even remember the word that pete used dong thank you. Um, Chinese cartoons. Wow. A, so, is that why Manwa is is... Uh, flashback.
0: Korean cartoons, yes.
3: Korean cartoons? Interesting. Wow. God, this uh, language is so cool. But yeah, let's get started talking about Link Click. Let's do our first impressions like we normally do. Miles, why don't you start us off? Uh, spoiler-free as well, by the way, because spoilers are pretty heavy in this show. So sure. stop listening if you haven't watched it. Or um, yet.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know exactly what I, like, expected going in. Like, I assumed it would be good, but also it was really fun memeing on Pete for a while to, like, intentionally not get it in. And so, like, maybe I internalized some of that. I was like, this show is bad, but it has, like, an 8.73 or something stupid on on Mal. So I I definitely had some high expectations for it. I don't necessarily know if it, like, it, it was a fun ride. I had a good time. I'd recommend it. I think it's fun. I don't know if it's like world busting or anything like, like a lot of things that around that score are. um But I, I think it's definitely like worth a watch and I think it's a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, I, I'd recommend it for sure.
1: All right. Jay, what about you? I had a good time going into this. Um, animation is really smooth. I liked the OP as well as the OST. Uh, character designs are real crisp. So like, yeah, like, Going into it, there really wasn't much that I could hold against it, so I just went in with an open mind and watched it. I was watching in the original uh, Chinese dub for a while. I eventually switched over to the English dub for a bit, and then in- actually ended on the Japanese dub. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit, though.
3: So, yeah, would recommend. Would recommend? Nice. And Pete, what about you?
0: Yeah, I've been nominating this show for eight months. So, regardless if I liked this show or not, I was going to praise it um, in all aspects. But it turns out I actually really enjoyed it. I do think it took two episodes for me to kind of be like, yeah, like this is something I'm really going to get into. The first episode was like, it kind of caught me off guard because I didn't really see that tone setting area like happening right away. But I'm kind of glad it did. And then episode two kind of solidified it for me that I really enjoyed this show. I would recommend it if you're a fan of stuff like steins gate i don't think it's as good as steins gate but it still has like if you like those time traveling elements even if there are plot holes or flaws i think it's like a very fun show with a great cast and i really enjoyed the chinese uh dub of this so yeah i would recommend it to a lot of people
3: Hey, and uh i as well would recommend it i definitely uh enjoyed in the memeing on uh keeping it out of uh out of the sh- uh, the watching just because oh it's not an anime uh ha. Whatever, but uh I, I'm so glad I watched it. Very, very good show. I can't wait for more. I want more. It's uh uh it, it was really, really good. So that's about as far as I can get in without spoiling. So uh so yeah, go uh four recommendations right off the bat. Now let's get into spoilers, which again this is super, super heavy spoiler. Uh I think we're gonna try and go arc by arc just to keep it simple, uh, because there's a little bit of confusion, a little bit of time travel that goes on in the show, so keep that in mind. But uh yeah, let's uh Let's start right away. Miles, uh, you had a a point to make about the first arc?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I guess like I'll just introduce it really quick. So I'm sure everyone knows. But the first episode is where we go back in time. We sort of learn they're running this business to gather information for people using their ability to time travel with photographs. So Zhao Xi, I guess, possesses the body of a girl named Emma who is the secretary for the CFO of some game company in order to find some information about them fudging some financials and stuff. We also learned that Zhao Shi is a pretty empathetic dude in this process and potentially the wrong choice for someone to go back in time and not make any changes, but more on that later. I want to know what you guys thought about this first episode. I think it has like a relatively interesting hook. Pete, you said you weren't sold initially on it, so let's hear from you, and then we can hear from everyone else and about what your thoughts were for this first episode. Did it hook you right away? Were you interested in where it was going, etc.?
0: Yeah, uh, so just going into it, I've heard good things about Click in general, and more of like the oh shit moments I he- I've heard about the show were towards the end of it. So with the first episode, them sort of like like finishing the job and doing it successfully and like you're kind of cheering for Emma like um getting out of like a tricky situation kind of and then like going to go meet up her parents but then she's dead she gets murdered i thought it was just like oh shit like we're starting off hot immediately and it's more of like i guess my what i thought going into it like where i thought the story was going to go was uh, the build up over time to get to these oh shit moments and not right away so it's not like it was bad or anything it's just like caught me off guard just a little bit i was like oh oh okay like this is this is what we're doing right now so kind of i i think like in the moment i didn't like it and then as the story went on especially how they tied emma storian with like the later end of it i really enjoyed it so yeah that's kind of my thoughts on the first episode
3: i i loved the The ending of the first, other than the fact that Emma's really dumb to get into that car because I believe, and I believe, you know, in you you might sit there and think, oh, she got in because she knows who the guy is or whatever. But no, the guy, I'm pretty sure the guy was wearing a face mask and like, like sunglasses and, and and a cap, right? To like, not yeah, and she, oh yeah, and then she has the conversation later on in the show, right? That that proves she doesn't know who the guy is. I believe, uh, you know, in the, in the later on the last arc when she does get tied back in, I'm proud of the, the wiki for not spoiling that she is involved later on in the show. Cause at first I looked it up and I was like, oh damn, who is this Emma girl? Like, oh, did they really kill her? Like what, what, what happened? I didn't fully understand what happened at the end of the first episode and, and it didn't spoil it for me. It didn't spoil it that she comes back into the story later on. Um, I don't know I loved it. I immediately wanted to watch the second one, wanted to look into it more i I was blown away uh again, other than the does it, oh, I guess she she was fatigued, she was tired. I don't know like why why else would a it...
2: it was an emotionally stressful day for little emma yeah, I guess so, uh. uh, yeah,
3: that's why you get into a stranger's car sure.
2: and jay well, how it was about a nice you? car
3: it was a very nice car that you ne people don't get murdered in like Audis that's never. never happened.
1: Never, no. Or le- certainly not like a Lamborghini uh, Diablo or a Maserati Spider. I believe I got that right. Yep. Uh, I'm not kind really of. a car
3: guy. Uh, Close enough. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> i never his Lambo.
1: I enjoyed the first episode quite a bit. It didn't hook me the first time I watched the series, actually. Because I watched, originally I was like, oh, this is never going to get in a watch. club. let me watch it. And, like, the first episode didn't entirely hook me for some reason. But on the second watch through, like, whenever I kind of just sat down in earnest and really gave it a shot again, this time it really did, especially, like, the ending. I think that it really had the formula of, like, just good, bingeable television that you see from, like, Netflix and such. Like, it really felt like they had uh, planned it with that uh, strong hook in mind, as Mm -hmm. well as, like, the defined, like, power set and all that all in all, just, like, a really well-written first episode meant to, like, get people hooked on the, like, concept of the show. And, like, it does a good job of explaining, like, the limits of what they can and can't do as well.
2: Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that bingeable thing, right? Because, like, I, I don't know if I'll be the most critical of the show, but I definitely have some critiques of the show. And I'd be watching it, and I would just, like, Roll my eyes and be like, "This is so stupid," but then something cool would happen, like twenty seconds later, and I'd be like, "Let's go! I need to know what (laughs) happens next." And it's really weird to me because, like, a lot of times, some of these, yeah, like minor to moderate sort of potential plot issues really bother me. And with this show, they didn't didn't really bother me. So, like, Emma, I thought was like a good first episode, and this turned out to not be the case. But the the thought that, like, just texting her parents, like, made her die made me, like, eye roll a little bit. Like, I get it's a show and it needs to be dramatic, but I'm just like, what are the freaking odds of that? But we learn later that that actually didn't really have anything to do with it, I don't think. Like, she would have been killed anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I liked how that sort of came about with that, too. But I, I definitely, like, I like the concept. I think the power system is neat. It's like if you have something as overpowered as time travel, you need to put interesting restrictions on that to make it uh, captivating, I think. And I think they do a good job with that with like needing the photos and like the 12-hour limitation and also um shi's decision making. I think those are all <laughs> interesting things. So the next arc on this is sort of the
0: I'll call it the basketball arc. Um, Boy, are we skip seek secret recipe?
2: Oh, shit! No, I forgot. Sorry, that's my bad. Um, episode 2 is... <laughs> I, I wanted to get to like the first multi-episode arc, you know? So, episode 2 is another standalone episode, um, which I think might have been my favorite episode of the series, called Secret Recipe, where they're s- sent uh, back in time, gotta go back in time, to uh, find the secret recipe of this totally not lesbian couple that... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was running a a noodle shop together it, to me. I liked this episode because it sort of showed that not everything was going to be this like high octane thriller stuff that they could, they could do more with the formula. Right. Cause this one was like really heartfelt. The message was like the, the, the real friends were the secret ingredients we made along the way or something <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> you know, like a, It's like a little silly that she didn't realize that the secret ingredient she gave her friend that made her start the noodle shop was the secret ingredient to the noodles. But like with how business focused she was, I think that made sense. Like, I liked that because like sometimes people do just sort of devote themselves too hard to that. I like they made up in the end, you know, because like with how much of a downer episode episode one was, I liked that we had like a happy ending to this one.
3: What did you guys think on this episode? Uh, I I liked it. I I thought it was a, a another step towards explaining how the powers work by showing that oh, you can go to different times, right? Like, cause like I, I believe with Emma, they only you only travel back to like this one specific moment, right? Like oh, she was in her office. Well, I guess two days in a row, or but like it was one travel versus the next time it was like oh, all these different photos that they leapt into different moments in time where they could try and figure out. Where the secret recipe was, what was going on, everything else. I thought that that was another cool way to demonstrate the powers. I, I think that was my main takeaway. Again, I I loved this arc too. I thought it was cool to see them uh, slowly getting jaded as well. Like I I, I think uh, something that they started to demonstrate as well is uh, the emotions that the person is feeling that they are that uh, is feeling. He feels the emotions of the people that he's inheriting or, or possessing, so to speak, right? Like he can feel when they're getting nervous, when they're when they're hungry, when they're whatever. Like that's the that sort of gets introduced, I think, in this.
1: Uh, Pat. By the way, if it helps you, um, in the Japanese dub, they actually refer to them as, I believe it's Haruki for, uh, Lu Guang and uh, Toki the other guy instead of like it's as not making it names. easier <laughs> unfortunately because i wasn't
2: listening i don't know it's just like hey, they sailor me... rune it in in japanese
1: it's just it's done as like this is their code names they still call them the right. other stuff oh okay and then yeah i think it was hard. just to help japanese audiences though
3: in the same way that yeah it's hard like i i no, I, I, understand. I can I can remember Emma's name for some reason. I wonder why, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, really, even though she was in one third of the episodes, it's just uh, it's a little easier when when you know the names are familiar. Again, I I didn't.
1: I definitely understand what <laughs> you mean. I
3: I looked at them as black, white, and girl. Honestly, like I, did, I did not look at them God, as names. I, David, the
1: black guy uh, guy I mean, honestly, that's probably, like, how they were kind of designed by the, right. like, exactly. the in the studio. Yeah, exactly. Like It's obvious they have some, like, they have, like, color comparisons and stuff going on. Like, they're meant to, like match with each other and compliment each other and such so
3: i definitely get that i am proud of us making it god was it 20 minutes into recording and none of us has said oh they're like yin and yang yet as if that (laughs) isn't like one of the most obvious like like it slaps you in the face over and over and over again that they're meant to be Mm -hmm. yin and yang in everything uh, is
2: just red oni and uh, blue oni i just always said red oni and red oni
3: yeah, <laughs> that
0: too. Um
2: yeah, Pete, what are your thoughts on episode 2 which you so kindly reminded me of?
0: Oh yeah, uh, a couple things I I th- for me, I thought that this should have been episode 1, but the cool thing that they do with this when they release it is that episode 1 and episode 2 came out at the same time, which I think is a good play because I think with how one ended and just ending there and then going into two might have been I think it could have been a little off if you were watching it weekly, but I I think just how episode two started, I think it should have been or finished. I think it should have been the first episode because it kind of, I think it did a better job at explaining the tools at hand that they have, but I really enjoyed it. It was my favorite episode for most of the show until we got closer to the end. I do like the message that it sent and kind of the frustrations that you have when you are like in a business together as somebody who has been in a business with another person before it can get frustrating with your partner when you um, have conflicting ideals or what you want to do. So uh, I thought that was handled really well. And I just, how they concluded in the end was just really fun. It was one of the better episodes of the series.
2: And last but not least, Jay.
1: I enjoyed the uh, last, last episode. I enjoyed the second episode quite a bit. It was a nice kind of like, reprieve from the drama of the first episode and I mean really like all of the episodes that come after it for the most part too like it's just like a nice kind of like comfy spot I think honestly you could have even like I don't know like it would have been nice to have like another buffer episode somewhere in there which I guess like 5.5 kind of fulfills that but I don't know I this feel like the, nice. the
2: basketball ones Until you get to the end, like the next art we're going to talk about, they seem calmer, and then you, you you know, it's like that uh, Mr. Incredible meme.
0: For (laughs) those who know, for those who don't know, yeah,
2: Yeah, that is sort of that thing. Um. (laughs) It is. It's literally is that, is it? That's terrible. Oh
3: man. Hey, do you uh, want to start Miles on that arc? Or- well, I want I Jay to continue his thoughts. Oh, I- oh, did you? No, say- oh, sorry. Yeah, no,
1: I I really enjoyed the arc. That like, there, there's not a ton to say that wasn't already said. Like, it was just a comfy uh, lesbian noodle making. Yeah,
3: which was cool. Hey, they didn't kiss. We don't know if they're lesbians or not.
1: Yeah, yeah. they even <laughs> say that it was like my co- her college roommate or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh my was- God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, yeah, I. Yeah, there's um. I think, I think they, they, I could, think they, they could they could have been
3: have, straight, but they're probably not. You like, gotta they have probably... that
2: plausible deniability for daytime TV or whatever.
3: Right. Um yeah.
2: That is um they were so gay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the way you um, eat noodles is so something. Like they said at one point, and I was just like, Okay, there you go. That's that's cool. your like
2: Oh, they did they did the noodle thing with each other, right? Yeah, like where they, they had did. like the like the yeah. like the that pocket a, game, but with noodles.
1: Yeah. That was one of the nodes. I believe, like, that he could have changed.
2: (laughs) Yeah, super gay.
1: (laughs) Um, It was a formative part of their relationship.
2: Yeah. That's... (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, We're good. So, the next one uh, we'll call uh, the basketball arc. I do want to talk about episode three in isolation a bit.
1: Um, Stupid Lu Guang,
2: I'm fucking balling. Yeah, I, I mean, specifically I want to know what everyone's thoughts were when Xiao Shi Xi was like told you have to like he's lying to him, but he was told you have to lose this game or we're all fucked, everything's fucked, and he was just like, nah, though I'm Kobe, like, <laughs> um. Like I loved it. It's something that I feel like I should have thought was stupid, but I didn't. I was just like, "Oh, that's what we're doing. Awesome. I'm on board." (laughs) Like, uh, did everyone like that? Anyone have an issue with it, or was it just fun for everyone?
0: It was so much fun. It was. It was. It it was just like it made sense because of like we learned down the road like their character, like how they met, was on a basketball court. So it's like his pride as a baller would not get in the way of (laughs) the mission. Like no matter what like it's like save save the cheerleader save the world or in this case it's like save the cheerleader or ball the fuck out he's like guess what i'm balling the fuck out and he did game winning trey all the girls loved him um assist,
4: <laughs> assist.
0: yeah the yeah, yeah, sorry he was uh, yeah he, he did the whoop but like um then he gets the girl kind of unfortunately not really but um yeah it was just like a win-win situation for like the first i don't know 8 hours of that dude's day <laughs> and then <laughs> then catastrophe happened but yeah it was it was super fun and as as a baller like i get it yeah yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> I, only ballers call themselves ballers so i'm humble know.
0: what can i say yeah.
3: <laughs> i i i liked it a lot too i thought it was uh, uh, yeah like you said uh, i think do they even like in that episode they show how they meet, met on the basketball court they don't like go fully deep into it but they at least show that how uh, black and white met on the basketball court. So uh, I, I, I liked that that was a good way to start introducing backstory. They justified the fact that he was actually decent at basketball, showed that, you know, his physical prowess or his knowledge, whatever also still does matter or, you know, still he can override the current body, which I guess kind of is good foreshadowing for later on as well, given, given the other characters. And, and it was cool to see too. I mean, obviously this is, Kind of cheating a little bit because it's the next episode's involvement, but it, uh I think it showed to me. I th- I was really excited because I was like, oh, so what's gonna change or what's gonna be the big thing that prevents them from actually being the thing that changes the future? And and it was the fact that he got closure. He this this guy who came to them the the client got his closure that he was looking for to tell all of these people the things that he wanted to tell them or didn't have the balls to tell them himself and. Then you see why why he feels that way. At first, you might be thinking like, "Oh, it's because he, you know, screwed up with the girl. He got rejected. He did this. He did that." Like you know, it's because he never got to see them again. You know, because because of what happens. And I I thought that that was a really like clever way to build up to that.
1: That was really a really good uh like overview of it. Honestly, Pat, I I agree with like everything you said a hundred percent.
3: Maybe I it's think, your turn to go first. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm rotating. Hard, right? He's next. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> because okay. It's hard no, to it's talk fast. Why do you think I struggle sometimes, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I agree with what everyone said in their reviews. You know, maybe this. That, it's, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, go ahead, though.
1: I also want to just say that the animation for the basketball, like, yes. were was really crisp, too. Like, I would love, like... I don't know. I guess I need to go see like the new Slam Dunk movie or something. But I would love to get like a good basketball anime of like that again at some point in the future. Slam Dunk is that the one with the superpowers?
0: No, that's Kirk on the basket. Yeah, okay, that's okay. Per, yeah, where they're Kirk, literally wizards.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I was about to say I feel like I don't have to watch Slam Dunk. I already did now. You know, like so I mean, I'm the opposite where I'm like, all right, I've seen everything Slam Dunk has to offer. I'm good. You know, even the the classic. I have never seen this move in basketball. The classic. Offensive foul in the zone. Need need, need a knee, like <laughs> strategy. That's a very interesting way to. Um, Why don't they do that? Yeah, it was a, it was like a soccer move, like go for the <laughs> knee. <Wait, laughs> like, well, it's even more like in uh, like in hockey. That's I guess that's sort, sort, of a, sort of a slew foot, a little bit of one. Um, yeah, knee to knee contact that was more incidental because, like, again, because it's. It hurts you too. Yeah, you know, I'm like that's why I was like, "What the hell is?" it? It's a lose, lose
0: lose do? for both parties. The dude, yeah, exactly. has, the dude just has an iron kneecap,
1: yeah. or
2: something like that. with my big bronze <laughs> kneecap.
0: Yeah. Uh. The only thing that like kind of took me out of that scene was that the basketball court was like a Street Fighter Five like. I was going to say, I loved
2: that. I loved that. They were like, we must save our basketball court and you (laughs) get tetanus from walking into that place. I
0: was like, I get it. Like I get the heart of the team and you want to save the team, but like, it's better for everybody if this implodes. They have
2: six six players on the team and one's the photographer. I loved it. It was like, we can definitely make regionals, guys. And it's like, no, you can't unless literally Kobe possesses your photographer. And then that happened. <laughs>
1: like, in the future where somehow that that gem was able to stand for longer than before the, the catastrophe, like as the catastrophe, spoilers didn't happen. Like, I feel like they would have inadvertently caused a lot more, like, at least, like, lockjaw incidents and stuff. <laughs> yeah. and
2: that 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 should have been how they, like, twisted the timeline, right? Like, he saves the court, but then everyone dies of tetanus. <laughs> it's, that's the butterfly effect. You love it. It's like, oh no, asbestos poisoning.
1: <laughs> they were literally called, like, wasn't it like, machine factory, yeah. Yeah. Or something like that.
2: It's like, like the old steel towns in America or something. It's like, we haven't had an economy in five decades.
1: Capitalism, baby.
3: <laughs> yeah, but in China. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of wish... Uh, sorry. uh, that I kind of wish they address... I, I don't remember them addressing him getting closure, though, right? When they go back or when he goes back into the future. We never see so that client again, do we? I thought
2: about this a lot, and so I'm skipping up to the next episode, but one of the things he tells, this is part of my conspiracy theory that this has all happened already, okay? One of the things he tells the captain is that he had dreams that he played in the game and he...
1: Yeah, I remember that. He dunks and
2: so, so like, okay. One, I think it was more important... Well, one, they don't know how the powers work exactly, but two... I think it was more important to him that the people he loved heard it from him than he got to tell them. You know what I mean? Because if he remember telling them that he would have no reason to go to them and that paradoxes itself. So you can't, it can't work that way. So he can't remember, right. but he can vaguely remember like in dreams and stuff, because I think the way that it works is like, And you have to piece together exactly how the powers work because you can't, they haven't just told us, but I think he always did that during the game. There's no way for him to know that because everyone died and he didn't, he probably doesn't have great memories of everything exactly before just sort of more vague stuff because then the earthquake happened and that's horribly traumatic. And like all of that, they also don't talk a ton about the game after it happens it's not like a super major thing. I just I don't know why else he would
0: remember it, well, the Gowett. earthquake happens. I,
1: I think that yes. I think that because of the fact that Lu Guang, no, not Lu Guang. The, the other guy, sorry. Xiaoshi. Shi, thank you. I think the fact that he's possessing them as sort of like a flesh mech, <laughs> like the brain, his subconscious will still have the memory of that even if Like, he doesn't necessarily, like... I don't... I'm not, like, a brain doctor or anything like this. I don't have, like, a... I'm not a neuroscientist or anything, but, uh... Like, it feels like it's just, like, the brain just knows, even if it's not, like, at the forefront. Like, you still... That's why it it comes up in the dreams, right? Because people have some belief that... I mean, I don't know science about dreams either, but yeah, you a lot of the time your subconscious can affect your dreams. I'm sure we, we can all relate to
3: that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but that's why I'm just like, why did we not see him? Th- like, I don't know. I, again, like, I guess we don't really see that with any of the clients where they come back and say thank you or anything that happens after, other than the parents, obviously, in the next arc. But uh, the, that's a little different situation.
2: We follow up with Noodle Lady. We see she just says well, thanks we, re- for what you're doing, and then she leaves and
3: solves her problem. Or the problem gets yeah the problem sort of gets solved. She solves it herself. Oh yeah yeah oh right because he t- he sits down with her and says we found this and then yeah and then and she, then figures she it. was like oh my god I've been so dumb. <laughs> yeah um, yeah okay yeah. that makes makes it make a, a little bit more sense. I, but I that's what that was one of my main I guess frustrations that was like okay so I get it obviously he's not going to save them and it's only and if anything it's more for him than it is for anyone else that he, the guilt that he is feeling for not having said these things or done these things for his friends. And this is his way to cope with it. Does he cope with it by just pretending it happened or believing that the photo thing will actually works? It's Cause he doesn't know obviously that they can go back in time or not. I I don't know that, that, that was one of the questions that I mainly had. Um, yeah. i binge couch, this whole show I, in like one sitting with like one mini break after yeah. episode five, where I kind of like, I, I, I don't know. I walked away and I was just like, Thinking about it a little bit, and I was like, "Hmm." I think I think, I think that there? he kind of believes that the time
1: travel thing could work because there's a recurring theme of the show that a lot of the people that they come into contact with are very superstitious. Yes,
2: like which makes
1: even sense. like yeah, like from what I understand, China is a pretty superstitious place overall. Um, so that kind of makes sense. Like Chow Ling even says that she just believes that they're doing like rituals in there and stuff like that. You know, uh, like the. Trafficker in the next arc has like a talisman, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh Like, even the guy in the next arc, the parent, he goes to like a fortune teller or something like that at points. So I think it's just kind of like, there's a lot of superstitious people, more or less. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's like, to me, I think that they have to have some effect. And I also think it happens simultaneously with the first run through because the guy has memories of them going back in time and taking over the game before that even happens. Because that's how he like wrote the letter for it. You know, like otherwise, I, I don't know. It just seems weird to have him have a dream about that. If that's a coincidence, you know what I mean? Like that seems weird. (laughs)
0: i just i took it as like you know like you did stuff when you're like six and like it happened but you don't remember it when you're older but then there's something that might like trigger it be like oh that kind of reminds me of something in my past but like i'm not entirely sure if it actually happened that's kind of like how i viewed it yeah and so to me it was more i guess we can get to the end of part five but I think it was more yeah. along the lines of the message that this episode was trying to send. With The
2: message is really nice, yeah, right? The, the
0: closure, um, saying what you wish you said in that moment, instead of, you know, well, I'll just tell that person tomorrow, but there not, might not be a tomorrow. Yeah.
2: And making sure that the people you care about know. Because, like, yeah. that's what I think it was about, more than him wishing he had said something. It was, like, making sure that they knew...
0: I mean uh, yeah, the the words he said that he yeah. wanted to say were to the people that he loved.
2: Yeah, I guess I just I think it's important to me for my interpretation of this that he doesn't need to remember it. He just needs to know that they Correct. Know. Yes. You know what I mean? Cuz I for whatever reason I find that more powerful. I'm not sure why. I agree. I have to agree with that. Um sure. So what the reason that we're saying farewell to everyone is episode 5 named Farewell there is a in an actual there was an earthquake in china at this point in time and a lot of people in his little city or town died and so that's why he was sending it back and that's why the timeline didn't really matter because anyone that you would be changing things for was probably just going to die anyway there was one thing that frustrated me a little bit on this because uh xiao we know he has something with his parents by this point He's very focused on trying to save the client's mom. He knows, because this is an event that he remembers from his youth, when the earthquake happens and everything, the mom asks him to go get something while they're huddled because the mom thinks that uh, he's being silly. Which makes sense. If someone just came in and was like, there's gotta be an earthquake in half an hour, like, you're not probably gonna believe them. But he, he gets out, and the mom gets out of cover to save him. Once the earthquake starts happening to me, it was really weird that the person, the one person who 1000% knew that an earthquake was coming was the one who was like, I can probably make this, you know, just get it in two minutes. Just be like, you know, I, I don't know. And like Pete and I talked about this and I agree with Pete that ultimately the messaging and stuff of this episode are more powerful than that sort of weird decision. And like, I completely agree with that. I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was a powerful episode, but that took me out a little bit. I don't know if anyone else thought so, but it was just weird to me that like, I don't just have the mom not take him super seriously and think that she had time to go get the camera or something. I don't know. Uh, That's my thoughts on that. But overall, I think a really strong ending, a strong thing, just that little hang up for me. Um, Jay, what about you?
1: Yeah, this episode was, like, super heavy, honestly. Like, I was watching it. I shed, a, I shed like, a couple tears, even, at, at episode five. Like, it was just, like, super powerful. Uh, You know, really makes you kind of, like, think about your family and loved ones and, like, just want to, like, hold them close and tell them that you love them and shit like that. And I think that they did a good job with it overall. Like it was, I had to take a small break after that and go watch some like lighter stuff just because it was like, damn, that was a lot link click. But I enjoyed it. It was uh, was a super sad way to like, kind of like show the way that Lu Guang protects Shaoxi in a lot of ways or tries to protect him. With uh the way that he's kind of controlling, which I liked, it it examined their relationship a bit, and it also went into how uh Xiaoxing met uh Ling, which was very good. Uh, good, I appreciated that a lot. It went in more in depth about like the flashback sequences that I think we had seen a couple of episodes before, if I recall correctly, mm. from uh them. So I think that it was a lot of really good character building. I uh I liked the messaging quite a bit that you had mentioned, and uh, yeah, overall I think that this was one of the more powerful arcs of the series, which says a lot because I think most of the arcs are pretty impactful.
0: This was also an episode where I questioned sort of how the time travel worked because in his letter, uh, the guy said that he was saved because he was hiding under the table, and then in this instance he was saved because his mother got on top of him and um kind of, like, took the rubble for him. And I, I kind of started thinking about, like, the, um, the butterfly effect, where it was sort of like the thing where the outcome was always going to be that, like, everybody died but him. But depending on how he changed the world is how, like, the, the circumstances changed. So I thought at the time, that's how it was going to work going forward. I think later down the road, we got some answers to that, but... This is kind of like where I started pondering some theories about the show itself. And that's one thing that I loved about the show was like, what can and can't they do when they go into these pictures? And this was like the first real one for me.
3: I just remember like Jay said, feeling very emotional about this. uh, Like knowing, knowing that you can't save a loved one. It must be terrible. It must be an awful feeling and it wasn't even his own loved ones, you know, that <laughs> he was trying to save. It's, it, it, it it's just heartbreaking. It, it was, uh, it was definitely hard to watch. I think the next, the, the half episode helped a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh after that, like, <laughs> lowering the stakes, sort of, although, you know, in a different way, the, the stakes are higher in the next episode, almost in a, in a different way. I mean, not higher, but as high in a different way. That's all I've got, though, for, for episodes. Again, super great. This arc was, this was probably my, uh, yeah, probably my f- ah, no my, my second favorite arc actually.
0: I think this was my arc. favorite arc. Yeah, it's definitely
1: I would say probably my favorite as well. It kind, kind of just of... had it all.
2: <laughs> um, next we'll be talking about equivocally the best arc in the series, um, which is the point five episode, marrying by contesting. So this episode is it's there's a couple of weird things with that. We I guess we can get to those after we talk about it like on its own merits at first, as far as how it like fits into the continuity of the show. So they're working for a client who wants to learn a girl's father's like secret fighting technique so that he can beat her and win her hand in marriage. I'll let, I'm going to go Pete J Pat for this one. So Pete, what do you think about this episode
0: outside of the, whether this is canon or not canon, my, this is my favorite standalone episode. I love the romance element between these two. I love how he just never gave up to, for his love. I also love the fact that the old stubborn master accepted him, but just would not let him marry his daughter. Like it, it, we find out at the end that these two have a kid, and uh, they are a, a couple, but they're just not married. And I thought that was just like a really funny, lighthearted episode i do think it's weird that it's like 5.5 5 and not like episode 12 ova i think that would be more fitting of the series but yeah i just i i loved everything about this episode it was super fun
1: yeah i enjoyed episode 5.5 5. like i think there are some really it's weird because we were kind of discussing it in the record or the anime club discord channel which uh you know you can Join our Discord, by the way, if you want to discuss the shows we're watching. Sick plug, um, Pat.
0: Yeah, sick plug, Pat.
1: <laughs> mm. uh, Thanks, something Pat. About staring into the abyss. It's 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 weird because it's like a f- sort of filler episode. It's the premise of it is kind of based around the fact that like Chow Ling knows about like what they can do, which is not true to the story. But then the elements of it pop up later yeah. in the actual canon storyline. So, it's, like, I liked it when I was watching it because I wasn't really aware of, like, the plot holy elements of it. But, like, when you take it and, like, it's just hard. I wish they hadn't included elements of it later on because then I could just say, oh, it was a fun filler episode and move on. But, like, yeah. the plot hole is kind of, like... Gaping, like it didn't really. It doesn't really affect my enjoyment of it that much, but it's definitely something worth noting. I think. Other than that, I I had a lot of fun with this.
3: Like, there's two two major plot holes, right? For one, the phone or the age thing, right, not making sense, and then two, her knowing what's going on at that time, like, uh, the uh, the the front desk girl understanding like how the power works because she only learns what it does and as episode 11 or at the end of 10, maybe she finally learns what it does either way. She should not have known. And, and so like those, those are frustrating. However, I did. I enjoyed it too. I, I was a little confused by the ending. I didn't, I was like, Oh, so did they know each other? Right, so I So it, it's a hundred percent Pete that they knew that they had had a kid together. And yeah. like,
0: so the, the, the final sentence is the father concedes defeat, realizing his rejection has not been beneficial to his daughter or grandson. Cause he, he mentions that like, his grandson is like going overseas in martial arts tournaments, and he's yeah. wasting his time with this, where he could be spending time with his grandson. So it's just like all this is revolving around the ability to marry his daughter, not because they're they're a couple even before they start fighting. It's just it's all around marriage.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's a, it's about getting, getting the and blessing. yeah, the blessing, getting yeah. the the blessing, right, which. Uh okay. but either way, I, I liked the message of the episode too though. I I thought overall it was fun, even though it's also like, hey, maybe just move away from the in laws, you know. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Uh that's that's a, obviously a lot easier thing said than done. Um especially like cultural differences as well. Yeah, I was um, about to say China's very
1: big on like like big on being close to your married family, like even more so than America mm-hmm. or like Europe mm-hmm. or whatever.
3: But yeah, uh, the, and also the approval of other people and other people in your family, right? And yeah. Like having to. Let's well, end of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Yeah, uh, I think that makes sense. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Miles, what about you? What do you think? We've been, uh, we've been kind of down- Yeah. The end, so, th- but... th- th-
2: there's a few things that I liked about this. I mean, I, I had the same issues with like. I, I mean, I remember when I saw that they were old. My half a second thought was like, "Oh, that's a neat plot twist," and then I was like, "Wait a minute, they had phones at most twenty years ago." <laughs> What is happening? And because, of, and then I thought maybe this is set in the further future, but then the earthquake dates it. So no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. I liked that they added some like very vague fantasy elements to this. Like the guy who isn't good enough to marry anyone, like knows like Shuriken from Street Fighter, like. He <laughs> Like he has his own secret technique, and it's like a rising magic punch, and it's just like that's kind of fun that that exists, and like because like did time you, travel is real, so why not?
1: Did you guys um, realize what Snatch the Plums was? No. He was going to grab his testicle. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, no, I caught that.
2: <laughs> I, I I think. Did you watch this in Mandarin? I watched. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I think. Actually, the... no. I think
1: I was watching that in English. Okay. Actually.
2: I can't remember what I do. I do remember him going for the, the balls before he, he does the uh, flashbang attack on yeah. him
0: again. <laughs> what if my <laughs> hand was a flashbang? <laughs>
1: That's insane. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can't block it because you can't see.
2: Yeah, I I wonder if, like, when this was being, like, written, he, he like, decided later that he didn't want Zhao to know their powers and this was like the only instance so they were just like okay fuck it this chapter's gone um for like the greater for the greater good Mm -hmm. you know who 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 knows it's just it's like a little weird how it happened but ultimately i don't care um
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of where i'm on it too like it was like, at first I was like, damn, this is a lot. And then I was like, it doesn't matter at all, mm-hmm. actually.
2: Yeah, it's it's so weird to me because, like, I don't know. Say we were watching Bunny Girl Senpai, right? Ooh. If this happened in Bunny Girl Senpai, I would... I, <laughs> yeah, and I, I just don't care for this. Like, I mean, like, I care a little bit. Like, it, like, slightly affects my enjoyment. But I think enough of this is enough, to, like, it's full, full throttle enough where I'm just like, yeah, let's, fuck it, let's go, next thing.
3: And it, um, it's annoying, too, because it could have been very easily fixed, right? Yeah, and that's it could, true. It could have, it could have so true. easily been fixed. It makes you wonder, like, the fact that it's an original versus, like, let's say if this happened in a manga or or Chinese manga, whatever it's called. Uh, if, it, if it happened there, then maybe fans like us would have been like, hey, this doesn't make any sense. And then it would have gotten fixed for the anime, right? Like, so that, that's like one of those things that almost like it needs like a rewrite or a how copywriter did, to how fix it did,
2: how did oh this is an original it's an
3: original it's an original yeah
2: okay so wow it's really weird how this happened then because like that means my idea is wrong right like it...
0: yeah it's confusing okay yeah.
2: because because you could just you could just not Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like they should just put this at the end of the series as an o- standalone OVA on episode 12 where yeah, it's and not it just, canon and, they,
2: and then cut out the references to it. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, where Xiao learns self defense or whatever. It's so weirdly
0: uh-huh. placed that a 5.5 episode is not a recap. It's an OVA. It's just like. So it, is, on.
2: it is chronologically in the right spot, too. I wonder if it was supposed to be 12 episodes. They. They were writing it as they went. I don't know. I would love to know the backstory of how this happened.
0: It got aired um, after episode five and before episode six too. So it's just like, yeah, right. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did
2: do, do they just like realize the mistake after and were like, fuck it. It isn't real. Ah, these <laughs> kids, normally,
0: these kids won't notice.
2: <laughs> uh, Cause like normally something that comes after five is six. You, you are know? correct. And, like, <laughs>
3: wow. Hot take. <laughs>
4: Oh. Pat's choking.
3: <laughs> well, I almost spit out my beer. That caught me a soft guard. <laughs> I was like, I was like, because normally, and I was like, all right, Miles is gonna say something so I can take a sip. But no, and then. <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of episode six,
2: speaking of episode six, great segue, Pat. Thank um, you. Thanks, Pat. Pat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was oh uh, so good.
2: Let's uh yeah. So this is the child abduction arc. I thought this arc was pretty good. Um, who did I have to go first last time? Pat. Okay, I went so first Rio, last time. Yeah, Pete. Sorry, I did that part of my head. So now Pat goes first, then Pete, then Jay, who went first last time. I think that's the rotation. Uh, sure. So, Pat. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. Pat. <laughs> tell us. Me, me, gonna... me, Pat,
3: or, or Pete? or Pete I'm gonna Pat, take I'm, a Pete screen... Pat. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm taking yeah. a screenshot. I'm going back in time to redo that fumble.
0: Yeah, let me okay? take a selfie real quick.
3: <laughs> all right go ahead
2: this is another thing really slight note these people should have had a gopro going at all times yeah uh, for everything they did uh, side note um okay pat what did you think about uh this arc i know that you liked it
3: yes uh this is i think when i first started to chime in uh in in our like watch club chat about about the show uh this this arc destroyed me i I was very sad just watching it because I can't imagine going through the pain that a mother and father feel uh, in the moment of thinking that their kid's being abducted Uh, and then seeing the mother sitting there watching the cartoons, like, coping. uh, Jesus. The word word cope is (laughs) bad, right? Like, like, (laughs) it's been so ruined by internet culture. But, like, the mother coping hard with the fact that her kid is gone absolutely destroyed me you know like watching the cartoons singing along having it it, it was like it was pretty much seeing her mind reduced her sanity reduced to like an infancy level it was devastating and not something i could ever imagine suffering through myself or watching my the person i love most in my life suffer through that like i i i had to take a pause like so jay had to pause a few episodes ago i had to take a pause in this one i like stopped midway through and i was like holy fuck!" What is, This is this is dark and and, or painful. And I I liked it overall. I I have to say it felt almost too easy for them to figure out where where the lady was or who the lady was, because, like, you would think that someone who's abducting a child would. I I guess, like, hide it better or do something differently. Right. And the, the fact that they. Couldn't figure out who abducted them. Uh, it, it's his aunt, right? Technically, no, or was no, that a, it? Just, was just a neighborhood auntie? Is that what it was? Like no, that's
1: just what her nick. Like the she's based on a real life drug trafficker named Auntie, like Maya or something like that. So like it's just like a nickname sort of deal.
3: Right, but like the the reason why they didn't report it initially, people thought that it was yeah, because she, she said I'm your aunt or whatever. Yeah, they
1: overheard that. It was just, like, yeah. a fake thing. Oh,
3: did they say it? She yeah, said, yeah. all right, that, that's what she said then. All right, th- yeah. that makes it make a little more sense, because at first I was like, well, then why, when she suddenly vanishes from the neighborhood, why did that happen? You know, like, what's going on? I also thought it was a dude the first time they showed him, because, like, uh looked like the, like b- big, ugly bastard. Yeah, it just looks like your t- stereotypical ugly bastard guy. I-, I thought for sure the kid was dead, too. I-, I was kind of pleasantly surprised that he wasn't, you know, like, that he was still alive and obviously scarred, but alive and uh I I just could not uh could not enjoy this arc anymore, especially once at, at the end when they finally uh do return him to the kid to the parents. I thought that, that was that was such an awesome moment.
0: Yeah, I thought the two big things for this arc were one, showing the different coping mechanisms between the mom and the dad with losing their son where one was so determined to get back his son that's how he like continued to strive forward and the other one was the mother who couldn't take that leap to continue going forward where she kind of regressed so that was a really interesting uh way to show that and then also uh kind of get the idea of what happens if you fuck up in going back and we see Zhaoshi kind of slip up running into ling and running into uh zoo and having that interaction where it kind of changed some things i th- oh, i should say it changed things but i think it um nothing ever changes. Cor- yeah, yeah i I'm, I'm trying to like think of a way to say like it changed but it didn't change. because it didn't change anything, but i it, it, i think it sort of changed um god, how it, it's so hard to say like in words. How do people use words again? Um because like Ling is talking about how she was distracted and that's why she did, or and she's like hesitated and it's never brought up like what caused that distraction. And then when we find out when she goes back in the picture, the distraction was Zhao Shi, um, kind of running into them when he wasn't supposed to.
2: You're supposed to be a murderer. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna bring this up real quick. It is insane to me that they just gloss over the fact that she didn't report that for the next three
1: years. Yeah, that yeah. is something that, that was that kind of fucked up of her. I'm not like, gonna lie.
2: Yeah, like to to me, it felt like.
1: Somebody should have shamed her a little bit, maybe. It,
2: from Did like, get... like a meta concept, it, it almost felt to me like the author was like, "How do I make this more personal to like our group?" And it's like, and she knew, you know. It, it to me, it just felt like a little layering it on when there was already like a bunch of tragedy happening. Like I just didn't need her okay. to be an absolute shit bag of a person. Where she's like, yeah, and I avoided that entire area of town because I felt so guilty about not reporting this missing child that yeah. I saw. Um, and it's been like a few days since the father came in or whatever, and I just held my tongue then, too.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I, I don't point. even blame her at that point, like, right, there's no, it's not going to make you a thing better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anonymous tips exist jay what did you think of this arc
1: (laughs) not a lot of notes to give like it was definitely really heavy especially like the mom that shit was crazy to me like it it just had me thinking to myself yeah in sickness and in health yeah you you gotta do it props to that dad good solid dad and husband like, even if his son did get kidnapped, like I'm not going to hold that against him. Like it's not his fault a child trafficker was nearby.
3: His kid was stupid.
1: Yeah. Also, not, the, not the, actually, the,
3: but like sort of, but not picking actually, up the rubber drugged.
1: ball and smelling it. This is a tough <laughs> one. Um, I did like the wake up Dragon Punch.
4: Yes. Or wake
1: up Shuryokin that they did proving that it's always correct to wake up <laughs> also making sure that episode 5.5 was canon um yeah exactly (laughs) jesus
2: um yeah so one this arc filled me with anxiety um for our listeners who don't know i'm a new father and like the entire time i was just wondering like would i just kill myself
0: (laughs) 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 guess i'll die (laughs)
2: like I don't think I would be, like, on the mom's level quite, but I do think that my life would be practically over So you think yeah.
1: Kayla would be the one putting up the posters and stuff, and you would be, like, the... No, Kayla you're...
2: would... Neither of us would. We'd probably get divorced. It would be You'd terrible. Be... <laughs> be
1: like... I
0: don't you know if I should be laughing know... at that.
1: Kayla, do you know what the power that Gundam uses to beat the bad guy every time? Yeah, you're... I was just... It's war crimes. <laughs> it's, war...
2: it's war crimes. <laughs> I would just be playing with my little like Seleta and Meenerine doll the entire time.
1: <laughs> you're letting you're letting Cooper watch G-Witch for some god awful reason.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like Cooper, you're you're two years old. It's time to start watching your war crime show. <laughs> uh... anyways, um <laughs> I, I, I was joking because like I'm a grown man who watches children's shows and does a podcast about them. Uh, that Kayla already knows what it's like to live with someone like Devon. <laughs> <their mom>. No, <Nice. laughs> uh, <laughs> honey,
3: look. Come look. They're doing the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: and that's like unironically me. Like, I also, like, can do chores and feed myself and stuff, but like, I am like, oh, look at this moment. Isn't it hype? And like, I was showing her like, I think it was like, G witch episode 16 and she was like, what does this even mean? That's nice, <laughs> honey.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was
2: look, like, no, play go, like, cool. play, go play
0: with your internet friends. <laughs>
2: <laughs> look, look, they did another
3: panty shot in Rosario Vampire. Like, Hey, she, hey
2: Kayla w- loved Rosario. She was on the Rosario Vampire episode. She was. <laughs> she gave it an 8. Um, Based. And, but anyways, um, again, this had just a couple of... Uh, it's weird to me. Like, in a time travel show, I'm so used to, like, if something gets botched it's the time travel aspects that's like what I'm used to but I feel like people's decision making in the show is just unfathomably bad sometimes and like I already touched on this but Zhao's just not not just calling the police and being like hey a fat woman took the kid thanks and then like that just (laughs) it goes off your conscience you know what I mean there's like that's so helpful literally at any period of time during that investigation and then also where you
1: you have <laughs> been good at fighting games apparently <laughs> Yes, and, it is...
2: and League, we find out later. She's very good at League. Um of which course. makes sense for why she wouldn't report a crime. That feels like something a legal legends
0: player. True. Which Damn, like... that's based.
2: Of <laughs> right. Is so so really it was just telling us about her, her character. Um <laughs> But, like, I want to like her because she's, like, kind of cute. So, like, I'm sad that she didn't report the child (laughs) getting kidnapped. (laughs) I don't know. That's where I am. Overall, I liked it. But, like, kind of all the arcs, there were just, like, a few little, like, weird moments for me. Like, if you have, like, video camera, you have almost infinite opportunities to go back in time and, like, figure this out. So, instead of chasing people, you should have just, like, gone back and then gone into the next frame of the video. but. Whatever, they don't utilize the powers great, but I think that's okay because I think the show would suck if they used them correctly. To be perfectly honest, it would be really boring. (laughs) (laughs) What do we have next? Okay, so the the next, yeah, the the next four episodes are like tied together back to the first episode. The first thing that they're doing is going back to make sure that their friend can hear a message from when she was blackout drunk. Uh, that her boyfriend-esque character, but not real boyfriend, because they're both too chicken shit to confess to each other. And then that turns into the second person they get kidnapped by a serial killer through potential changes <laughs> that they've made. Um, and that leads to like the whole climax of the series, which is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, this arc was really sick. I think that the like all the episodes leading up to it felt like it... Pretty much a movie, almost like in terms of how it was structured. Like it really had like all in all for this show. One thing I can say about it is that it has great like design is the word I'm looking for here. Is the word I'm going to say here? But I mean more like the it direction. was stru- structured very. Well. Oh, okay. the, the direct, yeah, directions in structuring was very well done in this show, and I think that this arc is a, a testament to that. With like just getting to see like our himbo guy. Uh, just get to do like his own plan, and it comes together so beautifully. Was excellent. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I think that, like the first half of this arc, whatever, the second half and ending, amazing, like spectacular.
3: I I agree with Jay that it felt it felt like the the final few episodes all blended together for me, like it, it pretty pretty damn well too. Like and, and and wasn't really expecting the finale to end the way it ended either. I was I kind of went in expecting the show to end not expecting uh, us to have continuation. and I don't love it because I thought that it was like, oh, I'm not getting these answers because it kind of doesn't need them or they won't, you know, it's not part of the point of the show, but it seems like now we should have had at least some hints to the answers of what's going on, who these people are, where the power comes from, the, the specific limitations of the power. But it, it seems like we're going to eventually get to that. And may- and who knows, maybe we did miss the hints because we can't see the hints yet. You know, it's like one of those like, oh, once they reveal something in season two, we'll understand what happened in season one better. But I was kind of frustrated. Again, the arc was awesome. It was really, really good. But it was extremely frustrating to also be like, oh, there's more. And oh, why don't I know anything yet? Or why are these... Qu- I had more... Que- it left me with more questions despite being a a season finale right so that that's where i guess i was frustrated most
0: you got like cliffhangers it,
3: it, it, notoriously pat hates all cliffhangers through the history of the three years that we've True. been
0: doing. This. You, you, you make good points here
3: cliffhanger yeah like cliffhangers that i am not expecting i hate especially okay you know so um i don't know Tell tell me the answer, give it, make it, or at least let me try and figure it out. In this case, there's nothing to really figure out. I don't, I mean, we can have our theories, of course, yeah, but we won't, we can't, we can't figure out specifically anything yet because we don't know the answer. Like there's no way to know. You know, uh, yeah. I think that that's what frustrates me. The
0: most, and that's, so. what I, that's what I fucking love. It's one reason why I love Perfect Blue so much, too, is the idea of we can... My theory might be different than Jay's theory, might be different than Miles, might be different than Pat, and because there's no source material out on the market right now that we don't know what is right and what is wrong, and that's what I love about shows like this. Makes um, me anxious. I, makes I, me it anxious, makes you too. anxious, I, I 100% get that. Uh, <laughs> I agree with everyone said. This kind of melded into, like, one movie. I love the beginning, how they set this up with her getting caught and then kind of like setting up a trap for the friend. I think that's kind of like what we're labeling him as. That's the name of the, the main villain and saying him, him up and then kind of forty chessing the friend, like 40 chessing them being like, Oh, you thought you got me think again. And at the end where I thought this moment between Emma and, um, zaoshi they kind of like recapping like his words while recapping some of the events that happened earlier like i was tearing up and crying like i thought it was fucking beautiful what he was telling us and then it's just like oh emma's coming back uh she doesn't want to do this anymore but it's like it doesn't matter because the villain is taking over control and i was like i did not see that coming at all it was i thought it was so well done i'm trying to think of the last time where we had a cliffhanger like this like making me want so much more like i want to watch season two right now the first one that came to mind was wonder egg priority and we know how that turned out um tower god maybe tower of god's a really good cliffhanger too where yeah that's a really good one too but i think it's similar ideas as well <laughs> yeah and I-, I thought it was just so well executed I I thought everything that they put into this last arc just made me want more. I get why people were hyping this story up because, I mean, I was eating out of their hands. Like, this was just such entertainment, fun, devastating, for the most part, pretty well written, especially the dialogue in this this last episode was just fantastic. I loved it.
2: One, there was a lot of elements of this arc that I liked. That fight scene in the dark room is really good. A lot of the stuff was like really cool. I'm really sad Emma died. She deserved better. Whatever. I have some questions. I don't know if any of you guys have answers. And then I think this just might be more people being dumb, and this time it's the cops, so like maybe it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> So They get Lou Men's um license plate. They bring it in, and he the the cops are like can't be him he's paralyzed but then we later learn he's paralyzed after the incident happens that they were investigating like he wasn't previously paralyzed and so like
0: i have questions about that because i don't think it's i don't think it's confirmed that that is the case i it i as far as
1: I know he it's he was, like at the hospital or something he like
0: said
2: that? he was at the hospital, but he goes to the hospital after he crashes the car, so he was at the hospital that day, but he was at the hospital because of the car accident when he was trying to murder emma um I, might, I,
0: I like I legit need to go back and check because I don't know if that is confirmed like I think you're right, but I don't know if like it's like i I don't remember them saying like he's in the hospital because of the car accident
2: the cops don't say that. He says it later. Like, he one, he couldn't have been in the hospital because he was murdering Emma. And I think he was himself murdering Emma because we learn about the motives. And he, because his dad was the CFO. Yeah. Right. Like, it wasn't a random chance thing. Emma was targeted by him. So, like, one, Zhao shouldn't have felt bad about that because she would have been killed at some point anyway two i i just don't and i'm not saying that we won't figure out how this works in season two but it's it's really boggling my brain Mm -hmm. me too because we also see emma walking alone in the footage before he goes back in time to stop him from murdering emma so what like he would have just killed emma and she wouldn't have been walking alone
3: unless... I think he the went, Possessor killed him, like, walking well, so, off in general, right? But he would have been on the camera feed. No, he, like, No, no, he, 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 wouldn't would, have, he wouldn't have... He, took, so like, over, he took over Emma yeah. and made No, yeah. I know, but the... But th- that's at the last
2: moment, right? He takes over Emma...
1: No, I think it's implied that he would did it before as well, because he says, oh, I didn't know there was a witness, because there must have not been the last time.
2: I didn't he... No, so Emma walks by herself, and then, and then gets possessed, and then jumps off the bridge. But in order for her to be walking by herself and not be strangled to death, shall she had to end up in the trunk.
0: Right. Correct.
2: Okay, so we see her walking by herself, and maybe there's an explanation to this, but like this is what's confusing me, and maybe we find out next season, but like. As it that this is why I'm on the like in the future they're th- like they're coexisting kind of like Haruhi where there's like two vi- versions of Kion at the same time mm. because in the future he's already come back like I think that's the sort of thing that's happening like I don't think they ever actually change anything because they've already done what they're going to do
0: and I have my theory about the friend that there might be more than one I think there might be like a doppelganger or a shapeshifter type of thing
2: yeah I mean, twins or something yeah I don't
0: know I I, I think. I, don't know, I I feel like this is the type of story where like it can kind of blindside you and be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I think that th- they can do that.
2: See, my concern is episode five point five exists.
0: My favorite and, episode.
2: And yes, <laughs>
0: and,
2: and, and, and like we can all agree that one's a little botched.
0: Yeah. In terms, uh, yeah. In terms of like plot. Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
2: Yeah. So that's that's my concern there mm-hmm. because. Like, I, I think Liao Min, after he gets hurt in the car crash, makes an agreement with his friend in order to be able to keep killing people. Because I don't... Like, he wanted to kill Emma for personal reasons. Yes. Must have realized it, that, like, it made him feel all tingly inside. Like, trying to kill people. And it was sad that he couldn't keep killing people when he hurt his leg or whatever and he also wasn't that paralyzed by the way we see him we see him kind of limping around when he when the possession goes away um well he's he gets
0: dra- he's dragged he's he's carried on like a Oh shoulders. he's being dragged yeah okay. his his legs are yeah, yeah, not you're, moving
2: you're, okay you're right i remember that now that's my bad
0: he's only kind of paralyzed
2: <laughs> he could have gone around
0: <laughs> um do some physical therapy you'll be fine
2: but yeah, I, I don't know. I I guess I'm curious to see how this all plays out, but I wonder if it's a little bit too tangled of a web. Like that's, that's my concern that I don't really see an elegant way out of it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean there isn't one. I'm dumb as a bag of rocks all the time.
0: I just wish you saw Steinsgate because it's the same thing where Steinsgate is so tangled. And then by the end of it, you're like, this is fucking genius.
2: But yeah, I, I don't know. That's... I'll have to, like, rewatch the last couple episodes. Jay, it looks like you're reading some synopsis or something. Do you have any light <laughs> to share?
1: No, nothing really to share. Just theories people have. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, I, I think yeah. we're all kind of on the same page as the general fandom, more or less. Okay. <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited to see season two, because even if it's not good, it'll be really fun. <laughs> that's that's sort of where I'm at. And it sounds like everyone else is pretty excited for season 2. Oh so. yeah,
3: I can't wait. Okay.
2: Let's uh Oh wait, Pat, you do our segues. You do that.
3: Yeah, right. I think we should wrap up. I don't know. Some, some <laughs> little birdie on my shoulder is tapping me. Uh and I think uh we've been talking a while, but you know, it's fun to get we we've had good discussion I think the whole time. So that that's a a nice little uh thing we've done today. So yeah, let's uh, do our closing thoughts and final scores. Miles, what are your closing thoughts and final scores?
2: Yeah, so uh I had a lot of fun with this show. I think it, it, it I think this will be a little bit opposite of what Pete thinks. I don't necessarily think this is a show that you should think too hard about, at least until more content comes out. Because it's just my hunch. I think you're setting yourself up for disappointment. And like I could be wrong, but that's just that's my my, my gut feeling, right? Is that this will be not doing time travel perfectly, and I know that bothers a lot of people, but what I will say is, honestly, for whatever reason, don't fucking care. It's a lot of fun. I think the show is fun. The characters are nice and relatable, um, except for Zhao, who is a monster, yeah. she, she didn't <laughs> turn into a human trafficker for three years, even though she thought about it daily. Um, you know, so I'm excited to see exactly what happens. Um, I hope that they make time for more sort of slice of life is like the wrong word, but lower stakes things in season two. No chance. Okay. Well, I hope they do because I liked those stories, you know, like they can lose the trail for a little bit and go back to a noodle shop or something. And I think that would be nice overall. I think uh, this is an eight out of 10 and I will probably adjust it up or down a little bit, depending on how season two goes, but I had a lot of fun with it sort of qualms with some decision making and like character choices aside I think that the highs were good enough and linked together adequately enough to make this enjoyable so 8 out of 10 for me
3: nice yeah Uh, Jay what about
1: you? I really enjoyed Link Click I think that it is a fun mystery with a pretty cool like time travel that is not as glaringly (laughs) problematic as time travel in most uh like time travel stories where it just seems like I mean, you know like the time turner in Harry Potter like why don't they like we can't use it to save your dead parents Harry but we will use it to save Buckbeak. <laughs> yes. like, like I think that the like method that they use is well thought out. Like I said the direction and structuring of the show is really well done and uh like everybody else said I'm just really excited to Know more about this. I like. I've I've been itching my brain a bit by looking at fan theories about like what the killer can do and stuff. And I think we actually already have a trailer out that I need to go watch mm-hmm. at some point. So I'm gonna peep that after we're done recording. Um, I'm gonna give this a nine out of ten.
3: Nine out of ten. All right, Pete. What about you?
0: To counter Miles' doubts and the word of Dow Dao's mom, what defeats greed? Hope. And I am hoping. It-
2: did you have hope in Wonder Egg, Pete?
0: I had so much hope you have no idea <laughs> okay um but why do you say that? Um, I compare this a lot to Wonder Egg. I think that the potential is on the table to be something great, and whether they want to execute on that or not is up to studio. what was it? Land studio, So I hope that they have a budget and I hope that they have a team for this that they can really finish the story because I do think that I think we're only getting like one more season and then it's all said and done i Though I do know this franchise is massive. I don't know if it's on Paul Licorice Recoil over in China, but we'll see. Love the messaging, the themes in this story. I do think that there are some plot holes, but I just think the story itself was really fun. I'm um, going to steal Pat's take. It's very easy to binge. It was really easy to get through these episodes. Yeah, and also, like, Miles, I think I'm going to adjust this based off of how Season 2 is, because of right now, I'm basing it off of just, like, the potential and what I saw. I'm giving it a 9. I loved Linklick. Also, the OP is a, a mega banger. Like, anybody <laughs> I, I know you guys think it's average. I thought it was so great. I thought the lyrics meshed so well with the story he was trying to tell. Loved it. And then the tutting. Who tuts in OPs? Nobody but Linklick. 9 out of 10.
3: 9 out of 10? Alright. Uh I yeah so I was I was about to probably say the same a lot of the same stuff uh, Pete said uh, and and what Miles said as well I think this show this score will meet for me will go way up or way down maybe not way up but like, it'll go up or down depending on what season two does just because I can't say I loved the foreshadowing because we don't know what it's foreshadowing yet I can't say I loved uh, this cliffhanger because we don't know if it actually gets yanked up or dropped off the the cliff. You know, Like we don't know what the resolution is yet. So uh, my enjoy, I, I'd say I enjoyed the show thoroughly though. Like it was quite the ride. And like like Pete said, yeah, it's super easy binge. I, I binged it all this afternoon, loved it. I could not put it down. Uh, so I would say that the art as well, I don't think we even really talked about it. I, I thought the art was pretty, pretty
2: good. The like background it's, it's art. a
3: unique style. Yeah, the background art was gorgeous. The characters themselves were a little goofy looking at times, and there were also random moments where it was like character and background moves from here to here, like you could literally see them like click and dragging them. But uh Pat, what
0: about the CG car? There was a CG this, car this episode. Yes. <laughs> there's the a show.
3: C there was a CG bike ride as well at a point in the show, right? In the fifth episode, that was really funny. Again, that's not something to really complain mm-hmm. about, but I thought it was funny. So um
2: five out of ten because of the
3: car, right? Yep. Yes, five yeah. out of ten. Yeah, just like with Haruhi, right? Yeah, the five yes. out of ten um that's i think that's I gave that show yeah totally the movie actually um but yeah i thought the outside was pretty good too like i i think the uh i liked a lot of the use of the pastels in their character designs i thought that that was really nice and pretty um am i boring you miles i'm sorry i'm just a dad and i know i know it's okay (laughs) it's getting late and uh yeah so that'll uh wrap up my review of link click and i would say that i gave it an 8 out of 10 for now could go up or down uh, but I'm pretty solidly like a strong eight for this show. I think, uh, again, it's going to depend on how it ends though. Cause I, a time travel, man, I swear to God, if it's not done right, which it almost never is ruins shit for me, man. I, I get, I get so annoyed by it when it's done poorly. Um, so we'll have to see, but yeah, so I think that that, uh, this gives me very easy math to do with two eights and two nines, uh, the average score for us today was an 8.5. My calculator's telling me at least. And yeah, so that's a pretty good score. We're a little bit below, uh, the rating on Mal of an 8.73. I'm sure we would probably get closer to that. The more people we had show up as well, uh, numbers wise, I bet we're all in the eight to nine range. So makes sense that we're pretty close. Uh, but yeah, so now miles, what are we watching for June 12th?
2: Yeah, we had a, Close race this time. In dead last, we have Bochi the Rock. Just wanted to say that. Okay, that. I was true. like, "Yes." Uh, yes. I <laughs> think I was say
0: Link Click. <laughs> uh, no,
2: no. Um, Link Click is going to be in like our top fifteen shows of all timers. So let's go. It's like um, I'm right
0: sometimes. You didn't
2: know you were right,
0: though. I knew I was right.
2: <laughs> um, so in third place, we have Astro Lost in Space, oh. earning its first legacy point. In second place, losing by one point, we have today's menu with the Emia family. And in first place, we're watching Inua. Let's go! So,
1: <laughs> I think um, that's W for me as well.
2: I, I, did, I did the classic Miles maneuver of uh, just picking the show that's been coming in second for the last couple weeks and giving it that Miles boost. Of it already has some legacy points, and so it gets to win.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet. All right, so that's uh, the, yeah, we're watching InuO the movie, I believe it is. Yeah, Dump. movie by Science Saru. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, love me some Science Saru. It's always fun to discuss. And yeah, so and in the spirit of Pride Month, uh, we will be nominating shows that are in any sort of way gay. I guess, in you know, or or maybe I don't know how else to phrase that LGBTQ. you know? uh, LGBTQIA+. Which
0: which is great because NUO is also that. So we're getting like, like back to back. So that's super cool. There
3: we go. Cool. Yeah. So uh, let's nominate those. And uh, Miles, why don't you start us off? What have you got? So I have a question for you guys.
2: If something's a good idea or not. Okay. hmm. So, The Ad- Adolescence of Utena is a summary movie of Revolutionary Girl Utena that's told in a more avant-garde style. It is technically meant to be a standalone movie, but people strongly recommend that you read the series or watch the series first because uh, it's fucking weird. It's, it would be like if End of Evangelion was just actually a retelling of Evangelion. And, like, you just watch that and you were like, what the fuck happened? I think it's, like, probably not the best idea, but I kind of want to do it.
1: I mean, it's up it to is- you. Yeah, it is technically standalone. Do thing.
2: Yeah, I just don't want to like nominate Utena and then have no one understand it. And then we just it had like...
0: like recap movies. Like One Piece was like really average. Escalfone was bad. I just feel like these recap movies were like not good. Yeah,
1: I can agree with that.
2: Yeah, that's fair. It, it's I think it's different enough that it's a different thing. But yeah, that's probably a
3: good idea. So, do you want me to come back to you, then? I'll do Bloom Into You. Bloom Into You. Okay. Alright, that's a show. Uh, Jay, what about <laughs> that's you? That's a show. <laughs> Sorry, I, I remember watching it and not, think, not thinking much of it.
1: Um, you know, so. I am going to do a movie as well called Doki Use. You
2: stole
0: my nomination. Class-
2: <laughs> okay, can you spell that for me? Classmates uh, is
0: the English version. Classmates. Yeah.
1: With two little dashes on the side.
0: Okay. I was going to nominate classmates.
3: <laughs> All right, uh, Pete, do you have a backup?
0: Man, I really want to do Sasuke to Biano, but I really want to watch classmates. And I don't want to split the vote. I'm gonna do my favorite girl love show slash movie I've ever seen, uh, Kase-san and Morning Glories.
1: That was gonna be. That was my other. Yo, let's switch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that
2: Asagao to Kase-san? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll say okay, morning. Yeah, duh. Okay. I'm really glad I'm studying Japanese so I can look at it and not read it at all. Fucking idiot.
3: Okay. <laughs> um, Sweet. all right uh and uh <laughs> uh would uh review Starlight movie work cuz you guys think they're gay no. even though they're not. No. They're not gay? I mean, yeah,
0: well, what they are canonically
3: people? gay. It's not so like the same thing of what
0: we're nominating, I feel like. Why
3: would it not work? Do zombie led seas- saga season one? No, I'll do. Uh, all right, fine. If you guys want it, right, I'll do Evangelion 1.0. And uh, because because people think you would yeah. have
2: to do 3.0 yeah, like, for it to be gay, because yeah. 3.0 is definitely gay, but 1.0 isn't.
3: We could get there, right? <laughs> we could do one, two, and three. No,
2: they're really long. It's like a two and a half so hour movie.
0: Movies.
3: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then I'm definitely doing yeah. Review Starlight the movie.
2: Okay, we'll count it.
3: Yeah. How are we there's a, there's not going to count it? Because yeah, no, it's like I, I, not. I, 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 what do you mean it's not? That oh, means it, like
0: Love Live is gay. That means like Bochi the Rock is gay. It's like it's not
3: like
2: Canada is not gay. But okay. well, there's what? a lesbian character in Bochy the Rock. Of course it's gay. You could count it.
3: It's Keita like is, is Kita oh. really gay or is that?
2: Like... She said she was in love with her, right? And it seemed very authentic. Okay. But are you
3: serious? I I am on the side of Ooh, thinking that it's kind of like parody. <laughs> Oh, or or make it almost like taking advantage of the, the fact that they can say she loves her without people interpreting it I as can't believe that I'm going to give
2: Bochi this amount of credit, but Bochi doesn't seem like the type of show that would do that, I think that Kita is, okay, and Jay doesn't have time for discords, so we can I, add- I
3: agree, yeah, this is a <laughs> kind of conversation to have but no, I get what you're saying though, I, I, I do but I, that's why I'm going to do review Stunnelite so, there we go, I'm cheating, I don't care I like to win
0: i'm not vo- oh, i guess i'll vote for third
3: you <laughs> have to i would i do <laughs> yeah. yeah all right but that'll wrap up our watch club thank you uh guys so much for listening and pete why don't you uh close this show out
0: yeah if you made this far and you want to support us best way to do so like comment subscribe leave a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening to us on next week don't know what i'm doing but i'll do something so check out whatever we're airing on monday otherwise if you're here for watch club we will see you in two weeks for in you oh see you next time peace